0: Like, I'm sorry I'm taking this. Because cause when I go back to, to edit this thing, it's so hard to edit because I don't know where, where it's up. Question number four. The biblical flat earth and, cosmo, and cosmic tree. Oh, this is going to be good. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of Spanish-speaking people are picking up on this flat, flat earth craziness. And, um, and I don't know if you've seen, Ben, those things where you have, um, there's the sun and there's a lot of all the planets. And every, everybody is round. Except for the earth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, young yeah. earth creationists teach and and, and remember these are matthias questions so so matthias um, i don't think he likes young- young earth creationists and remember matthias uh, he he's a he's an astronomer um, uh, by, oh, really but but he has a degree in astronomy so
1: um i did not know that
0: yeah well yes <laughs> he's an astronomer so 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 by by by, uh, by um, he that's his title. Uh, well, that's his not a title, but that, he's an astronomer. Young Earth creationists teach that the Old Testament teach of a spherical Earth. You have talked about the cosmology of Old Testament authors regarding a flat Earth with a solid dome as a sky, and this reminds me of The Simpsons or or, or the or you, the, uh, did you ever see the dome? You know the dome, the <laughs> the the that, uh, television show for a while, the dome.
1: I have
0: not. Yeah, but I, I didn't. I didn't see it. All, all I could, oh, I know about the Simpson movie. <laughs> could you span on that and also about the lesser-known cosmic tree motif? The cosmic tree, and, and this cosmic tree reminds me of Thor. So I want to see.
1: <laughs> I want to see what you have to talk about this. Yeah, it's it's very similar, like uh, mythologically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so uh, when I haven't published this yet, but I've written a book on Genesis, and at the end of it, in an appendix. Uh, just for fun, I went through um, an, anthropo- an anthropological survey all over the world of what do traditional societies, ancient people believe about the physical cosmos, the construction of the world. And I found that uh, with the exception of the Greeks and with the Chinese in uh, the 200s A.D., everybody, like everybody believed that the Earth was flat. That's that's the natural uh, way for people to conceive of the cosmos. And this is interesting because uh particularly in the ancient Near East, so we know what the Egyptians believed, we know what the Babylonians believed, we know what uh other cultures surrounding Israel believed. And uh we have passages in the Bible where it seems where the exact same language is used and it seems pretty clear that the ancient Israelites believed in a flat earth. Um Obviously, I don't believe in a flat earth. <laughs> so you'll go, you'll find a lot of videos on YouTube and that sort of thing where we'll be arguing for a flat earth, uh, yes. from the biblical text because the biblical text actually is a flat earth text. But, uh, the primary text, uh, the one where I guess the, uh, the discussion begins, where the debate begins is, uh, Genesis chapter one, verses six through seven. Yeah. And God said, let there be a firmament. The Hebrew word here is rakia. It refers to like a, uh, hammered piece of metal usually god said let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it separate water from water and god made the firmament and separated between the waters which were below the firmament and the waters which are above the firmament Uh, and it was so and god called the firmament rakia meaning uh he called it rakia uh, or Shemayim heavens and it was evening and morning a second day so uh what's going on in this passage is you have god creating this uh the creation account starts out with everything is uh darkness and watery and god says let there be light and then uh the first thing that it creates after the light is uh this solid uh firmament the rakia which separates the waters which are below and which are above and below, so in ancient Israelite cosmology, as well as in uh, ancient Eastern cosmology in general, so for example in Egypt and in, in Mesopotamia, uh, the earth exists uh, inside this sort of cosmic void where uh, there's water suspended up above the heavens by the sky dome, and then it surrounds us on all sides, and this connects uh with the imagery of Leviathan by the way but we essentially, when we read the Bible in parallel with ancient Near Eastern creation texts, so in uh, I mentioned in Enuma Elish, which is the Babylonian creation myth, yeah. the whole story is about how Marduk has to slay this watery chaos dragon named Tiamat, and then using he he splits her body in two. The top half, the text says that he lays over to make the dome of heavens, and then he he uses uh, the bottom half to create the earth. And then you have texts like, uh, uh, the water is her blood, and, uh, from, from, from her eye sockets, the Tigris yeah. and Euphrates rivers flow out, and that sort of thing. So this is the same idea as ancient Israelite religion. Um, conceptually, it's, of course, the mythology is a little bit different, but we also have, uh, Akkadian texts. One is called, uh, Car 307, which, says pretty point blank that the sky is uh it likens the sky to um a type of persian sky blue jasper stone mm-hmm. so again you have this idea that the sky it's it's a solid firmament. uh there's a text called it's not a text so much as a uh a, a depiction attached to a text it's called the tablet of shamesh and it depicts the sky god Shamash. uh sitting on his throne with with some other deities and there's a uh, there's a little portion of the text that talks about how he's sitting over uh the god shamesh is sitting over the uh watery firmament of heaven and you can see in in the depiction uh actually the firmament with stars embedded within it and then you can see wavy lines representing representing water being held up above it uh, Beyond that, we also have Egyptian papyri, Egyptian tomb art, where it's quite clear, like, for example, you'll have the sun being depicted as it's ferried across the sky uh, within a uh, solar ship. Uh, we also have depictions where it's like uh, the the cosmos creation is shown as this, this bubble that exists inside of uh, this essentially infinite void of water without it, mm. like outside of it. And then, uh, one thing that I've, I've created a video on YouTube that goes quite in depth into this is looking at how ancient Jews themselves interpreted the Bible. Uh, so we're talking about a little bit after the time of Jesus, a couple centuries before and after around that time, we have some pretty elaborate texts where Jews like point blank will tell you what they believed about the heavens, how it was materially constructed. And none of them, none of them took an atmospheric view of, of the cosmos, uh, They all interpret it as flat earth. They all interpret it as, um, Mm. well, until they start being influenced by Hellenistic ideas, that is. But even after Hellenistic ideas, a lot of them still took the flat earth cosmology because they thought, look, it's in my Bible. Uh, There's a text especially called Genesis Rabbah, which is, it's a collection of uh, Jewish traditions. Where it contains in chapter four of Genesis Rabbah, there's a very extended discussion on how thick is the is the solid firmament like uh uh how, how how big is the ocean that's that's suspended above it that type of thing but you mentioned the cosmic tree motif um i wouldn't say that i'm i'm incredibly like uh detailed in my knowledge of the literature uh i've re- read through it a couple of years ago mm. but uh it's essentially it was this ancient mesopotamian idea uh It actually occurs cross-culturally. It's like the concept of a dragon. It's this idea of a... uh, It's like the concept of a dragon, I mean, in the sense that it's a cross-cultural thing. Uh, The Mesopotamian uh, cosmic tree, or the cosmic tree uh, anthropologically, it's this idea of a tree with with, uh, roots that reach down into Sheol, into hell. It has this trunk that goes through uh, the second tier of cosmology, the earth, and then its its, uh, branches reach up to heaven. And that's uh, relevant in this discussion uh, because within – in Babylonia, you have this this thing. It's called the Meshu tree. And uh, after the biblical authors, the ones that find themselves living after the Babylonian exile, they're familiar with this mythology, with this idea. And they'll reference it every now and then. So, for example, Ezekiel, who's sitting there in Babylon, he he makes some references to the uh, cosmic tree. Uh, you also have most notably daniel chapter Four of course yes. nebuchadnezzar 's mm-hmm. dream he talks about I, I slept and I dreamed, and I saw this giant tree, and it was visible from all the earth that 's interesting because uh, in the text there 's this there seems to be this emphasis that everyone on earth could see this tree within this myth, within this mythological archetype that Nebuchadnezzar was projecting in his dream and then daniel he answers him and he 's like you know he 's explaining the whole thing to him, and he just sort of accepts this the same framework that uh, nebuchadnezzar's thinking with he's on the same wavelength as nebuchadnezzar he doesn't correct (laughs) his cosmology Mm. the idea is yeah the earth is flat so like if this thing was big enough everybody on earth could see it everybody in the world could see it all the nations could see it Mm. which doesn't make sense within a modern cosmological uh framework and i've actually i've read a fair bit about uh, ancient Babylonian cosmology uh, and astrology. This totally uh, totally surprises people, throws them off because they were such good astronomers, they were such good mathematicians. People don't realize at no point in their history did they ever discover that the Earth isn't flat. Mm. And actually, uh, I had a class in a it was a crash course really in uh, in old Babylonian with a, a scholar named Cecil Michel who's, uh, she's a French Assyriologist. She's actually, uh, in 2014, she was the president of the International Association of Egyptologists. And I just asked her point blank, like, hey, is it true that the Babylonians thought that the earth was flat, like, even with all their science and technology and and how smart they were? And she's like, yep, they never figured it out. (laughs) Uh, So obviously the ancient Israelites at every level of analysis, which I've only given you one biblical text, but there's uh, Michael Heiser. If you go online and look up Michael Heiser and cosmology, he'll, point, he'll, he'll give you the whole walkthrough of all the biblical texts that discuss the uh, flat earth cosmology in the Bible. Obviously, the ancient Israelites were less scientifically sophisticated than the Babylonians. Uh, and all throughout their history, they believed in a flat earth as well, just as the Babylonians.